Welcome to the Redeemed Christian Church of God. We are reaching you live from Divine Favor Center, Bangkok, Thailand. You can connect with us on the following social media platform, Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, and Instagram. God bless you as you worship with us. ยินดีต้อนรับสู่คริสตจักรแห่งการทรงไทยคริสเตียนของพระเจ้าประเทศไทยสถานที่แห่งความโปรดปรานของพระเจ้าพระธรรมเทศนาในวันนี้มีขึ
We know that this is our month of new beginning. New beginning does not just come like that. There must have been something that was in existence before you talk about a new beginning. When you have something in existence and another thing springs forth, you call it a new beginning. Taking out the old thing that was in existence. I'm bringing into newness. That which is not in existence. Praise the Lord. Our Bible passage is taken from Isaiah chapter 1. We're going to read from verse 17 to 19. Isaiah 1, 17 to 19. Seventeen says, Learn to do well, seek judgment, relieve the oppressed, judge the fatherless, plead for the widow. Come now and let's reason together, said the Lord. Though your sins be as scarlet, they shall be as white as snow. Though they be red like crimson, they shall be as wool. If ye be willing and obedient, ye shall eat the good of the land. Praise the Lord. Here we can see that God is calling to God's call is going forth to every one of us. From the Bible passage we read, as in the Bible reading, we could see God analyzing what the children of Israel had done. As in, their old way of life. How they forsook the laws of God. How they walk in their own ways. And God was really very displeased with them. But God being a loving father. Stretch forth his hands to reach out to them. To tell them that it doesn't matter what you have done in the past. All I want is a new beginning. But you have to reason with me, your maker. You have to think on my side 
on my worldview. You have to have the same thinking with me. See? See things the way I see it. He is calling, come and let's talk about these things that is making you do what you're doing. He said that by the time you reason with me, reasoning with me will make you act Realize where you are falling short. Where you are missing the mark. And I, the Lord, I am so loving. No matter how bad it is, I am willing to fix it. I'm willing to realign you with my purpose for you. Praise the Lord. Newness is a quality of being new or bringing an old things into its original state without use. The dictionary defines reasoning as the action of thinking about something in a logical and sensible way. And the Lord is saying that I will do a new thing. I will change your way of life if only you will come to have a logical reasoning with me. Now God is saying to everyone sitting here or listening, Online. That he God is interested in your life and my life. He is willing to let go of whatever wrong you have ever done. And whatever wrong that I have ever done. He is telling us that he is our maker. He is calling, come. Come and let's talk about it. I didn't send you to do that, but there's no problem. Come and let's talk about it. Come, let's settle it. It pains my heart the way you're going. I want you to enjoy that which I have as a king. It doesn't matter the office you are occupying in the church. Or your self-righteousness. Let's look at Isaiah chapter 64 verse 6. 64 verse 6. If you're there, please, you can help us read. Is that... 
Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. 64 verse 6. But we are all as a complete thing, and all our righteousness are filthy rags, and we all do play as a beast, and our iniquities like the wind are taking us away. Praise the Lord. So it doesn't matter your self-righteousness or the occupation, the position you're occupying in the church. Your dedication to the church is not your dedication to God. If, if you are still living in sin. Let's look at Romans chapter 6 verse 1. Romans 6 1, if you're there, you can help us read. What shall we say then? Shall we continue in sin that grace may abound? Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. The Lord, through Paul, was asking a question. Shall we continue in sin that grace may abound? Of course, he said no. That we cannot continue in sin because grace abound. The Lord is willing to make us clean. So that we can enjoy his full blessings. God knows our secrets. He knows your secret art. He knows my secret art. He knows what to do in the open. He whose blessings make it rich and added no sorrow is calling for us to reason with him. You do not say that it is just uh, the call is only for sinners. No, 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 no. It is for every one of us. It is for you, it is for me. It is for those who have never known God. God has a better plan for us. He has a better purpose for our lives. Let's look at those things that the Lord is calling us to reason. Let's look at Isaiah 43, 43. Twenty-four. No, 24 to twenty-six. Okay, twenty-four. Thou hast bought me no sweet cane with money, neither hast thou filled me with the fat of thy sacrifices. But thou hast made me to serve with thy sins. Thou hast wearied me with thy iniquity. Twenty-five. I, even I, am he that blotted out thy, thy transgressions from my own sake, and will not remember thy sin. 26, put me in remembrance 
Let us plead together. Declare thou that thou mayest be justified. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Here is showing us that these people are actually in the church. These are supposed to be children of God. They occupy the seats in the church and positions in the church. But he is telling, the Lord is saying that instead of doing those things that are righteous, the Lord said that the people feed him with their sins. They live in sin and yet they bring their offerings to church. The Lord said that he is weary of it. But that he is willing to blot out their transgressions and not remember at all. For his own sake. He said that we should come. It doesn't matter who you are. He said, come and let's reason together. He said, put me in remembrance. He said, declare thou that thou mayest be justified. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. The call today is for everyone. It is for you, it is for me. What are we doing that the Lord is calling us? He said we have forsaken what he has called us to do. And we're going our way. We're doing those things we think that is right. Rather than living by his word and instructions. When I read this, the Lord opened my eyes to see something. Where a producer or a manufacturer is pleading with his product to be good. And this is what God is doing with humanity. With you and with me. Pleading with us. Imagine our creator pleading with us to be good. For our sake. So that we can enjoy his full benefits. Let's look at Isaiah chapter 2. Sorry, Jeremiah chapter 2, verse 5. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Thus saith the Lord, what iniquity have your fathers found in me, that they are gone far from me, and have walked after vanity, and have become vain. Verse 9. Verse 9. Wherefore, I will yet plead with you, saith the Lord, and with your children's children will I plead. Praise the Lord. You see the way God is pleading with us. In Micah chapter 6, verse 2 to 4. 
God is calling us to mend our ways. To set our ways straight. Let's read. Luke 15, 11. 11 to what? 11 to 17. Okay, 11. And he said, a certain man had two sons. And the younger of them said to his father, Father, give me the portions of good that faileth to me. And he divided unto them his living. And not many days after, the younger son gathered all together and took his journey into a far country and there wasted his substance with riotous living. And when he had spent all, then arose a mighty famine in that land, and he began to be in want. 15. And he went and joined himself to a citizen of that country, and he sent him into the fields to feed swine. 16. Then he would fain have filled his belly with the hawks that the swine did eat, and no man gave unto him. 17. And when he came to himself, he said, How many hired servants of my father's have of my fathers have bread enough and to spare, and I perish with hunger. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Sometimes we we might be living in sin and feeling that we are being blessed by God. You enjoy the money that comes out of it. You enjoy the pleasure that you get from it. But that is just a periphery. God has lots more. Look at this man in this passage. The man said, he has already collected. He said, Father, give me that which is mine. All that which is yours. 
ก็ก็ก็ไปใช้ทุกข์ที่เป็นสมบัติของเขาอาศัยที่ก็ไม่ค่อยทํางานได้ now I can go and enjoy myself. The day of reckoning is there. When he came to the prodigal son, he ate swine food. Something that ordinarily even a common person would not eat. Now a son from the palace is eating it. That is what happens to us. When we stray away from God, the blessings will surely finish. And the day of reckoning will come. When you begin to ask yourself, what have I done? What have I done to myself? And God is calling us at that point to reason with him. To come and think towards his direction. Live the life of sin. For a newness to begin in our life. This is the kind of father, the maker that we have. Let's look at the kind of father in verse 22. Let someone read for us. Verse 22 of the same chapter. 22. But the father said to his servant, Bring forth the best robe, and put it on him, and put a ring on his hand, and shoes on his feet. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. When this son was with the father, he had so many robes to wear. He has so many things to enjoy. But he was not okay with it. He wanted the pleasure of life that would last for just a moment. And when he got it, and he downed on him that he has gone away, something has He decided to return back to the Father. And the Almighty being such a loving Father, he made him his life more beautiful than it was. He made him a prince, a crown prince. So the Lord is calling everyone that has strayed away from him. He's calling you, he's calling me. He wants to make us, crown us 
Those princes and princesses. Kings and queens. To make our life more beautiful. Than we think it is. God wants to make. God is making a call. To begin anew with him. He wants to make all things new again. It doesn't matter how terrible your life is. It doesn't matter how terrible my life is or has been. It doesn't matter what situation you may be facing. You may say, ah, I am not living in sin. But you are facing difficulties. And you have been planning or making uh, making arrangements on how to fix or to go about the difficulties. Thinking I have prayed for so long and answers are not coming. Are you sure you are really praying? He said, come and let's reason together. Let's talk as father with child. Set me before this thing and you see how it goes. It doesn't matter how terrible the situation is. He is willing to make it good. Look, he's saying, come and let us talk about it. Whatever problem is it? Is it sickness? Is it family problems? Financial issues? Or even your spiritual issues? You are discovering that you are beginning to rise and fall. You are beginning to feel that you're getting cold in the things of God. The ever-loving Father is calling, come and let's talk about it. Praise the Lord. He said, I, God, will make it new. Let's look at the book of Luke chapter 19. Luke chapter 19, Luke verse 2 to 10. And behold, there was a man named Zacchaeus, which was the chief among the publicans, and he was rich. And he sought to see Jesus who he was, and could not for the press, because he was little of stature. And he ran before, and climbed up into a sycamore tree to see him, for he was to pass that way. And when Jesus came to the place, he looked up and saw him and said unto him, Zacchaeus, make haste and come down, for today I must abide at thy house. 6. And he made haste and came down and received him joyfully. And when they saw it, they all murmured, saying that he was gone to be guest with a man that is a sinner. 8. And Zacchaeus stood and said unto the Lord, Behold, Lord, the half of my goods I give to the poor, and if I have taken anything from any man by false accusation, I restore him fourfold. And Jesus said unto him, This day is salvation come to this house, 
For so much as he also is a son of Abraham, ten. For the Son of Man is come to seek and to save that which was lost. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Thank you, sweet Holy Spirit. The Lord is talking to every one of us. He said he will make it new. But it is only when we reason with him. Now in this story that we read of Zacchaeus, his experience with Jesus, the man was a rich man. We may say he doesn't need anything. Because all that, the, all that money can afford, he has. And just imagining maybe the prime minister or maybe the richest person in Thailand climbing on top of a tree. Just because he wants to see someone who is below him. Because the people thought that Jesus is a common man. Then this rich man, this man with affluence, climbs on top of the tree. For us, it is a shame. Because he has servants. Even if he wants a fruit from the tree, he should have asked his servant to pluck it for him. But it is way beyond that. He climbed on top of the tree. Because he wants to see Jesus. Because he knows there, there, there is a gap in his life. There is a space to be occupied. And he knows that it is only this man that can occupy that space. He did something that is very significant. For everyone who claims to be born again. For everyone who claims that to have had an encounter with Christ, he turned around. He said, half of my goods that I've obtained by trick, even those ones that are, that are rightfully mine, I give to the poor. And if I have taken anything by from any man by false accusation, I respond him fourfold. Today, what we see in Christianity most often. I give my life to Jesus. I give my life to Jesus. But the ways of life still remain the same. That you can hardly distinguish before between someone who calls himself a born again and a Christian. And someone who calls himself a born again and a worldly person. I give my life to Christ. I turned into a worker. I am working in the church. Yet to live a life of lies. Yet to live a life of fornication. Yet to live a life of bitterness. Yet to live a life of obtaining by trick. Yet to live by forgery. Yet to have 
forgiveness in you. Yet no fruit of the spirit is seen in such a person. Look at the life of Zacchaeus. He said, God, I know you can change my life around. You can turn my life around. I acknowledge my filthiness. I have come to you to make me new. And Jesus said, this is the kind of one I have come to seek. The one that is completely lost. You who is seated and condemning. You are okay. I don't need I don't come to seek for you. I come to look for that one who is completely lost. To, make, to give such a new beginning. Let's look at the first point. It says, call to reason, to reason with God is to everyone. It's to everyone, but the choice is yours. Praise the Lord. The call for a new beginning, the call to reason with God is to everyone. But the choice is yours. Imagine the people, the multitude that were thronging Jesus at this point. And the man that is on the tree was who he saw. Because those stronging him were trunking, were pushing at him because of their selfish gain. Not because they want to take a new leave. They felt they are okay. They are not sinners. They are occupying places, positions in the church. They don't need to be born again. They already have it all. But someone was singled out. Zacchaeus was singled out because he acknowledged that he is nothing without Christ. Let's look at Isaiah chapter 18. Sorry, Isaiah chapter 1 verse 18 and 19a. 18. Come now and let us reason together, saith the Lord. Though your sins be as scarlet, they shall be as white as snow. Though they be red like crimson, they shall be as wool, if ye be willing and obedient. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. You see that the call is to everyone. It didn't say, come ye sinners only. It didn't say, come blacks only. It didn't say, only. The call is to the universe. Come and let's reason together. Come, let's talk about it. But the choice is yours. That's why he said, if ye be willing and obedient, if I am willing to answer the call, if you are willing to answer the call, there is great blessing that awaits you. Let's look at Matthew 11. Verse 28. Jesus called. He said, Come unto me, all ye that labor. He said, Come unto me, all 
Come unto me, all ye that labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Praise the Lord. To, to 30, man. Take my yoke upon you and learn of me, for I am meek and lowly in heart, and ye shall find rest unto your souls, for my yoke is easy. And my burden is light. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. The Lord Jesus is calling with emphasis. He said, all ye that are, all that, he said, come unto me. All ye that are labored and heavy laden. It might be laden or burdens of worries. It might be burdens of your family. It might be burdens of lack of job. It might be burdens of anything at all that which is Pressing to you. He said, come unto me and I will give you rest. God called us to turn from sin. And Jesus emphatically said, come all ye that are heavy laden. And I will give you rest. Come and let me give you a new life. Give this your heavy burden. Take my light burden. For it is light. And The commandments of God are really very easy. But the devil's his uh, commandment, the devil's uh, um, practice or his instructions are really very difficult. It is easy to say, don't lie. You don't calculate before you say the truth. But if you want to tell lies, you have to overwork your brain. If you want to steal, you have to overwork your brain and take great risk. If you want to commit fornication, you have to overwork your brain, overwork yourself. Likewise, anything at all. It is, it is highly difficult. highly difficult to do. But the devil will make it look as if it is the easy way of life. It is the most difficult way of life. The burdens of the yoke of Christ is light. It's so light that when you live by it, you will enjoy heaven on earth. Praise the Lord. Let's look at Isaiah. Sorry, Second Chronicles chapter 7, verse 14. If my people which are called by my name shall humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then I will hear from heaven and I will forgive their sin 
and we heal their land. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Remember, it says that the call to reason with God is to everyone, but the choice is yours. He did not say, when my people who are called by my name. He said, if my people, if, but if my people which I call by my name. It is with a condition. We must be willing to call on the name of God. We must be willing to part with our wrong ways. We must be willing to pray and ask for forgiveness. We must be willing to let go of the burdens in our hearts. We must be willing to lay our problems before the Lord for the Lord to heal our land. For the Lord to make all things new for us. I pray that this lessons today, this topic today will not just go, but it will transform every one of our lives in the mighty name of Jesus. Jesus called, Jesus declared in the book of Revelation 320. He said, verse 20, 320, he said, Behold, I stand at the door and knock. If, if, he said, if any man hear my voice and open the door, I will come in to him and will sup with him and he with me. Jesus declared that if only any man will hear that he stands at the door of your heart, of my heart, and knock. If you will open, if I will open, if anyone will open, not considering gender, class, or anything, not considering how old you are or how old you, how young you are or how old you are, but that if anyone will hear and open, he will come in and transform such life for greatness. Praise the Christ, and as we walk towards, as we obey him, we will enjoy the fruit of it in the mighty name of Jesus. But you know what? Most of us, instead of reasoning with God, we would rather reason with friends who will lead us astray. We would rather reason with the world. You have a problem at hand. Instead of bringing it to the Lord, you look at your neighbor and Maybe talk about it with your neighbor and ask your neighbor, how do you, what do you think I should do about it? A neighbor that does not know God. 
This, the older son, when he was coming from the field, he is a hard-working boy. He lives by the father's commandments. But when he was coming from the field, it is his father. But he would rather reason with the servants. He went to the servant. He called the servant, come, what's happening here? In my father's house. What is happening in my father's house? He called this his father's house. And what is happening? He is the one asking what is happening. And by the time they gave him, the servant gave him the reason for what is going on. Instead of being happy, he became very sad. Why? Because he reasoned with the wrong person. If he had come and see the occasion, and decide to move to his father straight away. Father, what is happening? The father would have explained it better to him that he would not even get angry. How many of us get angry at the blessings of God upon another? With the devil or with neighbors? What is happening with this person? Why is it that God is only blessing this person? And is not remembering me? Despite my effort in his service. Despite my Commitment in his vineyard. Why is it that God is only remembering the one person? Because you have not gone to reason with him. If you reason with God, God will give you an answer that will suit your calm your 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 annoyance. And before you know it, all things are yours. The Father said that all things that I have is for you because you're with me. I can see your dedication. I can see your hard work. But this son of mine was lost. If you take the fattest cow in, this, in, in the fold and take the, the, the highest of my wealth to enjoy yourself as in to give yourself a little bit of pleasure, I won't be angry with this because it is yours. You don't have to labor all through. It is for you to enjoy. You are working hard for you to enjoy it. So, when you serve the Lord, His blessings are yours. Praise the Lord. Instead of coming to reason with God, we tend to give him excuses. And we complain. This is why I don't do this. This is why I don't do this. I tell lies because it is only the way, that's the only way out. I commit fornication because I cannot find help anywhere. I live the life of sin because there is no solution. God is offering a hand. Come and let's talk about it. And I will give you a new life. Come and look at these things from my own angle. See that there are solutions everywhere. It is you who have refused to look at it from my angle. Choosing to listen to the voice of the devil rather than mine. The Father declared unto us 
In Jeremiah chapter 29, verse 11, he said, I know the thought I think towards you, that it is a God thought of good and not of evil to give you an expected end. So difficulties is not the end of life. No matter how bad you have gone, the Lord is willing to make it good. He said his thoughts towards us are for good and not for evil to give us an expected end. Praise the Lord. Where, let's look at Romans chapter, what Paul declared in Romans chapter 5. 20 and 21. Romans 5.20 Moreover, the law entered, but the offense might abound. But where sin abounded, grace did much more abound. Mm. 21 That as sin had reigned unto death, even so might grace reign through righteousness unto eternal life by Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. The Lord said he knows the thought he thinks towards us. And now Paul is declaring that where sin abound, grace much more abound. And that sin had reigned unto death. Even so might grace reign righteousness unto eternal life by Christ Jesus our Lord. What is he saying? Where you have the worst challenges, where you have a daring challenge that is too daring for you to stand, that God's grace is much more abundant. Where you that oh my life is has gone have gone too far that I cannot amend my life again. The grace of God is sufficient. He is calling unto you. He's calling unto me. Please do not shut your door against him. Open the door of your heart. Lay all at his feet. And he will transform you. In the mighty name of Jesus. Praise the Lord. Because the grace of God abound. We are not to give up on our goals. We are not to give up on our God-given visions. For the grace of God is available to see us through. To make us fulfilled people. Praise the Lord. God said that he is always there to solve it. In Luke, in John chapter 21. John 21. Let's look at verse 3. Three. Simon Peter said unto them, I go a fishing. They say unto him, We also go with thee. They went forth and entered into a ship immediately, and that night they caught nothing. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. 
Now this is the life of Peter. After Jesus has asked him, Peter, lovest thou me? Peter, do you really love me more than this? Peter, are you sure you love me more than this? Peter got angry. Look at what happened. This is after the death. Before when Jesus left and he that is supposed to feed the sheep went back to fishing instead of fishing he went back to fish he went back to he went back to his old way of life but Jesus when if you read through to verse 13 Jesus did not look at him as disdained he did not look at his weaknesses. When he came to them, he said, Children, have you any meat? Do you have anything to eat? In as much as you are in that dirty place. He is calling. In as much as you are carrying that heavy burden. You ask, do you have enough to eat? Do you have meat? You don't even realize that it's Jesus. He said, no, we don't have anything. Jesus said, cast your net and you will catch. They cast, and then when they went to shore, there was already fish and bread ready for them. Sometimes we live and we chase shadows. We and we pursue things that are not in existence. When devil has sugarcoated a metal and painted it gold, we pursue after that. Living the real gold that God has for us. But God does not When you are running after that, God is still calling you. Jesus is asking you, have you any meat? I have already prepared it for you. Just come and eat. The obedient will enjoy the blessings of newness. In Isaiah chapter 1 verse 19b, it says, If ye be willing and obedient, Ye shall eat the good of the land. If you go through the book of Deuteronomy 28, verse 1 to 13, it says, If you obey my word, if you walk in my commandments, innumerable blessings shall follow you. Blessings of the body and blessings of wealth. All round blessings will be yours. The obedient will enjoy the good or uh, the blessings of newness. Let's look at Job 36 11. Let's look at what God declared in Job. 36, 
If you're there, you can read for us. If they obey and serve him, they shall spend their days in prosperity and their years in pleasures. Praise the Lord. This is all for you and for me. If we obey and serve him, the obedience in the of the land. Let's look at Hebrew chapter 5 verse 9. Hebrew 5, 9. And being made perfect, he became an author of eternal salvation unto all them that obey him. Jesus, the Bible tells us that Jesus was made was made an author of eternal salvation unto all them that obey him. He said, I stand at the door and knock. If any man will open and come, I will sup with him and he with me. In Matthew 21, verse 32, 32, 32, but afterward, he, he repented and went. And he came to the second and said likewise. And he answered and said, I go, sir, and went not. Whether of them twain did, did the will of his father, they said unto him the first, Jesus said unto them, Verily I say unto you, that the publicans and the harlots go into the kingdom of God before you. For John came unto you in the way of righteousness, and ye believed him not. But the publicans and the allots believed him. And ye, when ye have seen it, repented not afterwards, that ye might believe him. Praise the Lord. May, not, may this not be our portion, that we hear the word of the Lord and not believe it in the mighty name of Jesus. Okay, may wow. we turn, take a new leave, and enjoy the blessing that is in the kingdom of God in the mighty name of Jesus. May we receive the word of the Lord and his commandments as the publicans and harlots in the mighty name of Jesus. The blessings of God are so many. In Psalm 1, verse 1 to 6, it says, Blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly, or sit, sit, standeth in the way of sinners, or seated in the seat of the scornful. But that his that is meditations are on the Lord, what, day and night. He said that he, that person, shall eat the good of the land. He shall be blessed. He lives will not fail, faith. And that the person will enjoy the full blessings of God. He said that blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly. Blessed is the man that will obey me. Blessed is the man that will walk in the ways of God. 
เซตอินเดอะซีทออฟกอดเดินทางในคอมเพรสชั่นเขาก็จะได้รับประพันธ์คอมเพรสชั่นดาตเพอร์ซันวูลนอตลูสซัฟเฟอริงเขาก็คว
these blessings here on earth, not until you get to heaven, but it begins here on earth. Isaiah 4519. Isaiah 45:19. I have not spoken a secret in a dark place of the earth. I have not said unto the seed of Jacob, Seek ye me in vain. I, the Lord, speak righteousness. I declare things that are right. Praise the Lord. He said by two immutable things, the Lord cannot lie. And he has said that he has not called us to repentance. He has not called us to his service in vain. Twenty-three said. Twenty-two said, "Look unto me and be ye saved, all the ends of the earth. I am God, and there is none else. I have sworn by myself. The word is gone out of my mouth in righteousness, and it shall not return. That unto me every knee shall bow." And every tongue shall swear. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Remember, we are saying that the promises of God is to the obedient. The blessings of newness is to the obedient. God has spoken. And he's still speaking. And will continue to speak. It is for us to listen. And to come to him and to obey him. Look into your life. As I look into mine. Look at yourself and know where you have missed it. Where you are pursuing after fake gold. And come to him. The owner of real gold. Whose the heaven and the earth are his. And all that therein is. In conclusion. God, God, God is love. God's, God's doors are ever open. To transform that heart that is willing. To surrender to him. To transform that heart that is willing to reason in his own worldview. To turn such life to newness. Two. When we reason with him and walk in his ways and obey him all his blessings are ours. Time will fail us to begin to number the blessings. But they are are These are, we are talking about earthly blessings. When we obey him, the plight of every believer is heaven. If we be willing and obedient, you will eat the good of the land. Jesus said that in, on earth, eating the good of the land and eternal life. That eternal life 
is paramount. She is a child of God. What is your choice? Let's bow our head and begin to pray. What area have you been touched? Come and reason with God. Come and talk to him about it. Tell him where you have missed it. And you, if you think you're standing right, and you're facing difficulties, come and reason with him. And he will make all things new. And the blessings will not elude you and I in the mighty name of Jesus. Let us pray. Let us pray. You can connect with us on the following social media platform, Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, and Instagram. God bless you as you worship with us. และท่านสามารถร่วมกับเราได้ผ่านทางช่องทางโซเชียลต่างๆอาทิเช่น Facebook, Twitter, YouTube และ Instagram เมื่อท่านร่วมกับเราขอพระเจ้าทรงอวยพรอาเมน